Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome back to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to talk about prioritizing goals. Now, uh, and I may have discussed this over the over some of the 800 podcasts that I've done. Um, we did discuss it on the Moments webinar last week. And what that concept was, was how do I actually prioritize my goals? How do I look at my goals and go, what's the most important? And then how do I ask the questions necessary to figure out what I need to do and who I need to be in order to be able to uh, fulfill that goal, really. And so growing up, I used to put butcher's paper on the wall and I'll write out, and I remember following Anthony Robbins, um, it would have been like an Awaken, Awaken the Giant Within um, CD or something along those lines and writing out all my goals and all the areas that Zig Ziglar said that I should do it in, uh, which is in minding yourself, mind you, personal, social, and recreation, work, business, or career. That's two, by the way. Three is family romantic relationships. Four is spiritual goals. Five is financial goals. Six is mind and personal development goals. Seven is physical health and fitness. So in all those areas, and I would sit there for an hour and a half or two hours on once a month, and I write out all my goals on butcher's paper, and I actually still have these wrapped up in my garage. I still have all my goals wrapped up um, in my garage and I have not opened them. I would have done this, I was 19 at the time, so 15 years ago. So I think maybe at the 20-year mark, maybe I'll unravel them then. But either way, I'd write out all my goals and I used to run, I used to lean into a lovely little, from the Enneagram, Type 7, The Enthusiast, and run high options, high best case scenario, high optimism, which is great for goal setting. It wasn't amazing for goal getting. <laughs> I struggled in actually going, what am I going to pursue? What's the goal that I'm going to go after? What's most important to me? And to make the decision, which remember is the opposite of incision, is to cut out, not cut in. So cut out the other options and, and really dial into something that's, that was important to me. I struggled with that for many, many years. Although I've achieved things for me throughout my life, uh, I look back on the goal-setting frameworks, especially goal-setting frameworks like SMART, so specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time frame, it didn't work for me. I wasn't procedural-based. I wasn't grounded like that. My goals were more like Brendan Bouchard's system, which I'm going to get up, which is called Dumb Goals. Dumb Goals, Brendan Bouchard. Let me have a look at this. And we've got Dream Driven. As soon as this loads... Dream-driven, uplifting, method-friendly, behavior-driven, right? I just lost the behavior part. So the dumb goals that Brennan Bouchard um, put forward was saying that I aligned with a lot more than the SMART goals. Funnily enough, uh, it still didn't really work for me or I didn't work for it. So I built my own framework and that's really what I want to share with you today. We talked about this on the Moments webinar last week uh, and I would have talked about it throughout the 800 podcasts that I've done at some point anyway. If you have my book, you would have read it. But I want to go through and explain it a little bit more and give a little bit more depth to it uh, because it's a way that I found to help me really dial in and prioritize my thinking and therefore my actions. And it can be used for a day. It can be used for a week. It can be used for a quarter. It could be used for one year. It could be used for 10. It could be used for a life mission. Either way. But it forces the individual to really go, what is most important? So these are called the 135 goals. 1354, actually, because there's four questions. But the 135 goals. And it's A1, there's three Bs, and then five C goals. 
C5 goals. We had this problem on the on the webinar where someone's like, a seagull, that means they steal things away from you. I'm like, no, it's a goal that's a number. doesn't matter. I'm going to explain it as we go. So A1 literally means what is the most important goal? Like if you could only choose one thing, right? Only choose one thing and that either made everything else in your life redundant or uh, accomplished, what would that one thing be? Now, this could be for the day. This could be for, once again, the week, year, 10 years beyond. But if you're sitting there and if it's, if it's for the day and you're looking back on the day, what was the one thing that was most important? If it's for the week, what was the one thing that was most important if I achieved this week that made this week successful? If it's the year, you got to look back and do it from the year perspective. And if it's life, a 10 years or life or whatever, you're sitting in your rocking chair looking back, right? That's how you want to see it. You want to imagine yourself in the future looking back at that goal and being like, Yep, I didn't achieve this other stuff. That's fine, but I got that done. And that's what was most important to me. So it forces that. So you've got one A goal, you've got three B goals, and either those B goals are either upholding that A1 goal or they're another goal that's that's still important and still requires a bit of work to actually achieve. So it's not saying you can just get done. But what's so important about these goals is that they need to be dependent upon you you can't set a goal that is required for like other people to um to behave a particular way in order for you to achieve it so here's an example right one is i want to make uh in business i want to make 10 sales this week okay well you, you you can have that as a goal but that's still requiring 10 people to say yes now, you could figure this out numbers-wise and go, in order to do that, I have to have 100 reach-outs or something like that, and that's fine. Then let the reach-outs be your goal because you could reach out to 10 people and they all say yes, and you could reach out to 200 people and they all say no. The thing is, is what is the, what is the real goal here? And really, it's usually getting significantly better. And so, I want to do 100 reach-outs to people, and Alex Hormozzi talks about that example a lot. It's just like you just do 100. You just do 100 of saying going again, going again, going again. And so it's the same within uh, that was, you know, career sense, but it could be the same within a spiritual sense. It could be the same within uh, the gym sense. It's like I want to smash a gym five days this week. It's like I'm going to rock up to the gym five days and give it what I have on that day. That is, that is really different because if we go on from the approach of trying to smash the gym, then yes, that may not have other people factoring into whether or not you can achieve that yet what's going to happen and this is where the realistic part of it comes in is that you may be missing and i don't know if you've you've experienced this before i know i have i know a lot of people i've worked with have they set a goal like that and on day two their car breaks down right oh this is a sign it's like no cars break down all the time it's really simple don't make it mean more than it is right the car broke down you missed the session how are you going to respond to that? Is it going to be emotional? Because that won't help because the emotion is going to pass, right? So you missed the session today. That's fine. Back on it tomorrow. And being able to approach it like this is significantly different and allows it for a healthy long-term approach. But either way, your B goals, there's going to be three of them. They're designed to help either uphold your A1 goal or they're still important goals that still require time and effort to achieve which is different to the C5 goals, which is different to 5C goals. <laughs> the C5 goals are things that you can get done straight away. It's an email you can send. It's a text you've been putting off. It is um, 
something that you can literally do in that moment. If it's a larger goal, like for the year or for the quarter, it might be book skydiving. You don't have to wait on anyone else. You can just go and book it straight away. You make a phone call, you book it online, you do whatever you're doing. If that's something you've been putting off that you've been wanting to do, you go book it. Now, these five C5 goals, <laughs> I've done myself in here, are really important because they, they're things that you can get going and get ticking away straight away that allow momentum. Momentum is crucial. If we're waiting only just for the A1 goal, then commonly people will struggle with motivation or struggle with really building momentum towards that because they're not able to really address or see the things that may help them take the steps necessary to achieve that thing. So A1 goal, if I was to achieve one thing that either made everything else redundant or everything else accomplished, what would that one thing be? five three b goals which are either upholding the a1 goal or uh, an important goal that still requires some attention and work and then c5 goals five c goals um that you can tick off pretty much straight away that maybe you've been putting off and now if you're doing this for a day you don't need to ask the four questions you can get moving on it if you're doing it for a week maybe you do maybe you don't maybe you just do the four questions and i'm going to go through that in a second for the first a1 goal if you're doing it for a year, you do it. You do the four questions for all of them, right? You put some time aside for yourself and you do it thoroughly because what, the time you put into that, you're going to get on the back end in relation to what you actually accomplish. So I'm going to go through four questions with you that are going to follow. I'm going to use the example of the A1 goal that are going to follow the A1 goal. And then after that, I'm going to offer you four what's called Cartesian questions, which are phenomenal questions for really teasing out um what we're looking at with our goals, but also what we might be missing. So let's start with the four goals, the four questions rather. So the four questions, the way it's designed is we have two emotional and two logical questions. So we first go, of course, what is the goal, right? That's your A1. But then we go, when? When is this to be completed by? And if you're not sure, if it's like, oh, well, it's hard to say when I'm going to complete X number of whatever I'm trying to achieve, then you've got to bring it down to the most common denominator. Well, when is the next step? Like, what is, the, what is something that you can put a timestamp on that you know you can put a timestamp on? What's that? When is that? And write that down. The next question is, why is this important to me? And this is about meaning. This is about motivation towards. This should be something that's actually compelling and pulling you towards something that's important to you. And the deeper you allow yourself to go on why this is important to you and what you're going to get out of achieving this, the better it's going to be for you long term. After that is how. And how is actually action. So if you could think about this, you actually look at the first one being thinking, logical, thinking, when. The next one is emotion. Why is it, right? This one is actions, thoughts, emotions, actions. How do I see this goal being completed? And what are the steps? And if I'm not sure, once again, what's the next step? Who, who do I need to speak to? Who do I need to reach out to? Who, you know, what is the next step for me to move towards achieving this goal? And, and get clear on that. If you know the next five steps, write them out. If you're, not, if you're not sure, if you can't see the five steps, write out your first step because that first step, the, the path reveals itself as you walk down it. But you've got to take the first step. You've got to know what that is. You've got to be brave. After that is what happens if you don't? This is about motivation away. Are you going to stay the same? Are people going to think, what of you? Is... 
You know, what's going to change around your life? How is this going to affect the people around your life? How is it going to affect your life mission if you don't do this? These, this is about going, what happens if you don't change? What happens if you stay the same? What happens? Really, what happens? Go think about it from first person for you, for second, third, fourth person perspective. What happens if nothing changes? Which leads me to the Cartesian questions, which are phenomenal questions. Very, very well thought out and simple. And it says, what would happen if you did X? Now, X is obviously whatever you're referring to, right? If you achieve the goal. What happened if you did do it? What would happen? What would happen if you didn't do it? What happens if you didn't achieve the goal that you're after, right? If you didn't make the change? What would happen if you didn't do it? Number three, what won't happen if you did do the change, right? If you did make the goal, if you did achieve it, what won't happen? And this is a bit of a brain teaser. You've got to give yourself some time to work through it. What won't happen? If you made the change. Number four, what won't happen if you didn't do it? If you don't make the change, what won't happen? And this is, these questions are phenomenal because it'll, it really, and questions are powerful tools, fundamentally powerful tools because they allow us to really start to see the resources we have within. But when we go, what won't happen if I don't do X? It's usually a perspective that people commonly miss. And they go, well, I guess I'll never live up to my potential and therefore I'll never really fulfill what's most meaningful to me. And the people around me are going to suffer because of it in the same way I did. Nothing changes. We start to see this and be like, oh, that's shit. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't consider these things. And of course, I'm talking in general terms. You got to do this for your goal. You got to do this for your situation, for your challenge. You got to really allow yourself to go through this and pull it apart and write everything down so you can fully see it. And this is all on behalf of you getting clear on what is my A1 goal for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, for the next 10 years, for my life. What is it? And what are the things that I need to do to be able to uphold that and keep my eyes focused on the prize and allow me to drive towards what's most important to me? And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it means the world to me if you share it with someone else that you think would also enjoy the podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, you can find out more about our retreats and our events in the show notes. You can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, which talks through the 135 goals. Um, anywhere online that sells books. Cool. That's me done. I'm out. Until next time. Peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Bye.